This is CliffCentral.com. Hello there, and this welcome to Beyond Ears and Eyes. I'm Liesl Tom, and with me as always, my bestie, Shemaine. Um, <laughs> we've got gremlins looking. It looks like we have some gremlin, gremlins in the studio today. So um, sound's going to be all right now, and everything will sort itself out now. Our driver um, <laughs> today is Palisa Mabuya, and it's the first time that you're working with us, and we've got some gremlins going. Huh? Is it making you nervous? Okay, well, that'll sort itself out. And then, Liesl, you brought us an amazing guest. What we're talking about today, Shemaine, is Tibetan singing bowls. Mm -hmm. And years ago, I went for a treatment, and it's made an amazing impression on me. I've never been able to forget it. I tried to get the the, the person who um, took me through the treatment for us, and instead, I came across Francois Smith. (laughs) Francois is a, a, a Tibetan, soul, uh, Tibetan singing bowl practitioner, and uh, he's got all his... Are, are these all your bowls or some of your bowls? Uh, hello. No, this is just uh, five of my bowls. I've got uh, more or less like 20 bowls that I use in, in my practice. Okay, so he's got some of his bowls here for us. Okay, cool. Welcome, Francois. Thank you, Shemaine. Are you happy to be here? <laughs> very happy and very excited. Do people need to know about the, the Tibetan singing bowls? Definitely. Um, it's such an amazing um, therapy that, that, that I've, I've experienced that has changed people's lives and it really has had a very good in, um, uh, influence on them and change them in, in, in good ways. So mm-hmm. definitely, I, I would love to share all about this with you. Yay. I have to say... I was quite reticent when Liesl went, look at the Tibetan singing bowl guy. (laughs) (laughs) going, really? (laughs) Can we do reincarnation or something more dramatic? She goes like, you know, I don't know what your problem is, you know. And then she's like, so she got ill. And I was like, okay, whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now I know. Next time if I want my way, I'll just go climb in bed. Um, Let's start off by... Telling us more what these bowls are used for. Okay. <clears throat> sound and, and the use of sound in therapy is, is an ancient old tradition that, that is used and was used through centuries. And people mm-hmm. have realized the influence that sound has on the human being, on the body, and the way that we feel because it has a definite direct influence on our emotions. Mm-hmm. If you think about songs and uh, sad songs and happy songs and what they do to you, and this is how sound works. Um, this is uh, the use of Tibetan singing bowls as a therapy um, started way back, and I think the Germans st- started to use it a lot, and, and they made it into something and, and more gave it more structure. But um, I just love sound and music, mm-hmm. and I, I love to sing, and I love music, and this just resonated with me, the, the use of sound and music in therapy to help other people. Mm-hmm. Um, because you are a psychologist. Yeah, I'm also an educational psychologist. Mm-hmm. And you use this in, um, you know, during your mm-hmm. practice or outside of your practice? Yeah. Are you... 
is it, can it be used as part it, of your practice? It can. And um, what what I have used it successfully with is is people that suffers from a lot of stress. Okay. Usually work related stress, and and then they come for a session, and after an hour they usually say, "Oh, it felt like I slept the whole night." You know, they go back into a deep state of relaxation, mm-hmm. and they can get rid of all the anxiety and, and and things they worry about. And now recently. I started to introduce it to children and, and to see the effect on them because it's not a um, a well-known therapy f- to use within the psychological practice, but I do use it, and I've seen marvelous things happening with people that that was part of the therapy. So I'm still not clear. Do you use it for healing? Do you use it for meditation? What do you use it for? Um, if I put on my sound therapist hat, <laughs> then definitely for healing. It, it, um, because it works with the ba- brain and relaxation, um, usually what we do when we are stressed or there's stuff in our lives that we, we don't access, we tend to push it down. And when we push down stuff, then it, it transforms into a disease like depression, the modern-day disease, because we don't talk about it. And what the, what the, the sound does... Because the, maybe I must just start to explain how the therapy looks like. Mm-hmm. A client will come in. The hours, it's usually an hour and he lies on the bed. Mm-hmm. But uh, can we uh, just establish here, this is just your sound, your uh, Tibetan singing bowl Both. therapy thing. Yeah. No, nothing to do with, with your my, trained profession. Yeah, not, not nothing to do with my with uh, educa- psych- educational psychology. Yes. Yeah. All right. So then a client will come in more or less for an hour will lie on a normal massage bed. And then I put these bowls, some of them on the body and some of them around the body. Mm-hmm. And then at the head and f- foot, there are two big Tibetan gongs. Mm-hmm. Um, they are about a meter in diameter. It's, it's huge. And, and then I just start to play them randomly. And um, there are some sequence because later on I will make the sounds and let you hear how it sounds. And then I play them for about an hour. And during that hour, and usually afterwards, we talked about we, we talk about their experience because then they link with memories, emotions, and then we start to talk talk about it. And and um, it's also a very intuitive session. So mm-hmm. I pick up on people's emotions and stuff, and then we start to share. And, and what is amazing is, is how quickly we build rapport and, and trust within the session because just often our people are much more comfortable to share and open up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really powerful. And then we start to talk. And, and yes, I do um, – on, on, on this side, I do a little bit of energy work, what we call Reiki, so – while I'm doing the, the, the sound and the t- Tibetan singing bowls while I play them, I also do some um, energy work like Reiki. So I, I do a lot of energy work with with the sound wow. that I use. Yeah. I have not heard how you, anything like that, the combination of the two. I've mm. not heard of the combination of the two. So I would really like to see it. Um, <laughs> maybe we can let Liesl lie down and you've got like, how many bowls have you got here? Three, four, five bowls. Five, maybe yeah. you got yeah. five bowls. Maybe you could just, you know, sit her down and we've got a couch. Uh, maybe Palisa, would you be? You know? But, um, so, so what do you get the feedback when you, because you say you have a great rapport afterwards, you, you have, you know, people are open. What kind of response do they give you? What, what do they say? Um, other than, oh my goodness, I feel so relaxed now. How uh, do they become emotional? Um, um, 
many of the people do become very emotional. So um, I've uh, the, quickly they 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 associate with with certain memories, or some people s- even see colours. Mm-hmm. Um, some people feel that they drift off into a world that they've never seen before. Um, so there's different um, experiences, but definitely one that that runs through all of it is is that they feel totally relaxed, mm-hmm. and a lot of the people do become very emotional. So it's it's like a session where they can just release a lot of emotions, and I think that's why it's so powerful. Um, that 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 safe space that I create with the help of the singing bowls for people to feel safe, just to be themselves and just to open up and let go. And I think in that moment, that's when the true healing takes mm-hmm. place. Francia, how does it work? What's the science behind it? Um, <clears throat> what what the sound does, and, and if you listen to the Tibetan singing bowls, and for those who are listening can just download this. There are a lot of um, uh, sound clips on, on the internet that you can listen to. Is immediately you start to feel relaxed. And what sound does, especially at these vibrations that the bowls are, when I play them, they have an influence on your amygdala, the primal brain. And that primal brain, he governs our emotional responses. It's when you go into the stress mode, your body tends and, uh, and, and you worry and you want to run away, that happens. And when you start to listen to the bowls, that part of the brain starts to relax mm-hmm. more and more. And, um, and then the front, the, the frontal ro- lobes, they are stimulated and that's where you can really start to focus and relax and, 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 and also then release a lot of your emotions. The prefrontal cortex is associated with the higher order of the brain and it regulates, um, regulates your functions and your decision making, executive functions and, um, So the conscious ones. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. the, and then prioritize when you're quite conscious. So what what happens when you listen to the sound is that um, what they call a functional connectivity where the the primal brain, the amygdala, starts to almost, if I can say, shrink in, in 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 its activity and the prefrontal and frontal lobes are stimulated and um and that that areas are associated with attention and concentration, and that's why you seem and that's why they say that you can concentrate better when you when you listen to certain kinds of sounds and music. Um, and I think we talked about before the session, um, Shimon. You told me that when you listen to it, you mm. you you could concentrate better and you could focus better. Yeah. So we, what we do here, we kind of try and be as you know the guinea pigs for beyond ears <laughs> and eyes. So we try everything. So when we talk to someone, we have at least a bit of uh, information. So. Anyway, so she did it and I felt I don't know what I'm, I'm letting myself in for. And I went and I listened to some of it and it was most incredible. So I called you. I said, Hey, <laughs> I'm busy working, but is this thing going to put me in a trance? Because I suddenly just felt so relaxed. It was like I lost all track of time and I just thought, let me find out what I can expect. Mm-hmm. I totally lost track of time. I tried it again. And then the next time, because there were two different ones, they were for two different um, things. You know, the one was for the uh, for the third eye, and the other one was just for p- pure concentration and relaxation. So the second one now, the latter, got me into an emotional state as well. So the one was like 
totally focused. The other one was like, hey, how you doing, little girl? You know, and I start crying and I'm thinking, no, I want my mommy. I'm like, no. So, so that's what it did. So I can totally say, and, and I did it on a level where I did not expect anything. I just put it on and started working. But you do have that feeling of, could I die? Uh, sorry, I just want to ask something after Shemaine's state, uh, you know, telling us. Um, is there a difference between listening to the singing bowls on the internet and actually having them placed on your body? Oh, there must be. Yeah, I, I think something gets lost when we record. Mm-hmm. And I think we can, we can easily see that when we go to a live show. And listen to the recording of the artist. It's it's totally different. Mm-hmm. And I think with the bowls, it's exactly the same. The 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 vibration and the way that you experience and feel the vibration is such so more intense because the bowls are actually on your body, mm-hmm. so you can feel the vibration. And it's so beautiful when you when you take one of the bowls and you give it to a child, and he holds the bowl and you play it, and they they still feel it. Very intense. So they just start to giggle. And, and when I ask them, what do you feel? They say, my fingers and my toes are jiggling and I'm, and they, just, they can't just stop laughing. So yeah, it's, it's quite an intense feeling when you put the balls on your body and that experience. And I think that is just more effective. Hmm. So meditation, you do it more for healing, but for meditation, how should one apply it? I I think definitely if 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 it it's a great addition to meditation because it helps you to slow the because sound slows the brain waves and 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 that's what you want to do or get to when you when you meditate you want to slow down everything your breathing your, your brain function everything must slow down and this definitely helps you and the sounds definitely is is a great um, thing that you can just add on to your meditation to help you to meditate. So you said that each bowl has its own vibration. Yes. Do you use all 20 of your bowls on people at the same time or do you select some? And if you select, how do you know which ones? <laughs> no, I do not select. I use all the bowls on all the people, um, on all my clients that, that come there. Um, wh- what is amazing about these bowls is they're all handmade. So they, they vibrate at different frequencies. So when when I play them, the, somewhere in your body a resonance happens because every li- living thing on on the earth vibrates because it's alive, and the bowls vibrate at a certain frequency, and then resonance happens between mm-hmm. the bowls and your body. Mm-hmm. And um, when we're sick or or don't feel good or depressed, our vibrations are very slow and and and, and not healthy. When we're exposed to higher vibration, what happens? Lower vibration always goes to a higher vibration. So after the session, if you did feel a little bit down, this higher vibrations just lifts you up and you feel so much better afterward. Hmm. Have you ever thought of taking this into a hospital to experiment with, with patients? You're laughing at me. <laughs> but I'm thinking, you know, I wonder whether someone wouldn't actually uh, find a but some sort of benefit if you're mm. saying that it it works that well, mm. you know, because sometimes it is that illness is psychosomatic. Yeah, I think we we live in a world where people are so scared of everything that's not known, and, and that makes them scared. 
And I think, and that's what I want to try and do with, with the singing bowls and my psychology is to combine them and, and give it a, a more a scientific ground so that people can know. But this is not airy-fairy. It, it really works. It works on vibration and sound, and, mm. and it has an impact on our body. We use um, sound um, in, in the hospitals already to do a sonar, to do if if we go to look if you're pregnant or whatever they use sound to mm-hmm. do to do get that image of the baby so um we already use sound but i think not in this way and i would love to use it one day under uh, circumstances we can actually see what what it does to the brain what 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 is the sound what what happens to the brain while people are listening to it it will be great yes what are these bowls made from it's it's um they they have a coppery golden look, but it's it's more or less five metals of, of copper and. Um, Pass me one. Um, <laughs> yeah, which they. Yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure. sure what it's made of. Yeah, it is very heavy. Um, and you've got one of the smaller ones. Yeah, it's mm. it's but it's it feels good. You know, it's probably <laughs> your energy that I'm feeling in here. So. But I mean that's the ring against there, and it. But it, but the sound is quite dense. I thought it would give a, a, a you know, a more crystal-like. Uh, Maybe I can sound. just I can eat one for you, and you can. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I almost you know, imagine you can... I, I see I hear angels. Oh wow! Huh? That's amazing, and it goes on and on. So the one that you have in your hand, what is that for? Um, for what do you use that for? This one is, I put usually at the head of, of the client and um, the other small ones I just place. And, and I, I don't think – I don't look at them as having a, a specific function as mm-hmm. to the higher the, – the smaller bowls I use higher because if if I play the bigger bowl, you will feel it, it resonates with a different part of your body than the very high one. Is that also where you then place it? Yes. This is a very high bowl. And it's very small. And it's very small. And then the larger one, um, you will feel it almost resonates at a different part in your body. Okay, that's like the chest part. Chest. Yeah. And that's where I put the bowl, more or less on the chest okay. tummy area when right. I play this bowl, yes. Do they work on the chakras? They do. And um, they have... They have um, there's certain notes that that at for each chakra, but um, I don't use that in the bowls. I just when when I chose my bowls, I there was a lady coming in with a lot of bowls, and I put them on the ground, and I was just I used my intuition and what was beautiful to me, and and I and I chose my bowls, and and since then I've been using them using them like like that. Yes. And how long did it take for you to learn how to manipulate the sound, <laughs> you know, to get healing and not confusion and distress? I visited a, a lady in, in Johannesburg. Um, I'm sorry, I can't remember her name now. And she she does the similar. Um, and I think the guy that you also visited, um, I knew I knew him as well. I knew, know him as well. And and um, yeah, they showed me a little bit, but. I'm not a very structured person, so mm. the Germans were very strict. Three knocks here, two knocks there, and, and I, I can't work like that. I'm very t- intuitive on the way that I use my bowls, so I just play them. So everyone has a different session? Yes. So what you do yes. for Liesl, you won't do for me, no, and you won't no. do for Palisa? No. Okay. And what's also amazing, as you play the bowls through the session, their sounds change as 
as the session goes on. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I will, it will be on somebody's tummy and it will go gong, gong. And then as the session will go on, it starts to ring and ring more and more and more. So that's clearing the body. That's the, clearing. The, the energy. Mm-hmm. It's like when, when you, when you do it in your house, you know, you can, cause I can do it with a bell. Mm. And then you walk around your house and you start with the bell and it goes like goof. And then you go a little bit again and goof. And then you, you know, walk and you come mm. back again as you clear you. And then eventually you get to the same space and it goes like ding mm. and then you know okay you can leave that space now it's it's mm. it's gone and that's normally in the corner so it's it, that sounds like it's energy clearing for yeah. the body yes yes and um and people can feel it usually they uh, the other experience i have is that they they feel physical pain they will tell me oh yes there was a pain in my leg and it was just staying there and then at one stage the pain will just release Hmm. And then we'll talk about it and, 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 and ask, what's the association with the pain in your upper leg? Is there something, there's something happened to you or whatever you are. So can you help people with arthritis? <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> talk to me. I did try me. it on my dad. Yeah. And, and, um, it just helps him to relax. I don't think, yeah, arthritis is a different thing. It's very painful. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe uh, they say that they, they, it, they are studies have shown that, um, for arthritis and, um, Autism and stuff that, that sound does make make it better. Okay, yeah. I'm going to ask you to play us a, a tune that you think is is quite soothing. In the meantime, this is Cliff Central, and you can uh, send us a message at um, cliffcentral.com, and that's for Twitter and um, WeChat ideas, Cliff Central. So you can send us a message. But other than that, this podcast will be available about 20 minutes after we're done here. So please do download it and have a listen. Francois Smith is playing the Tibetan singing bowls. And um, what would that sound do to a body? The one that you've just tapped out. Um, this I usually, um, when people come in, they are so stressed. And, and what they usually say when they try to meditate by themselves is that they can't get their mind just to stop. And um, I start the session usually with, with playing these upper bowls a lot around the head. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I try to use very simple, it's, it's a very simple melody. And I keep on repeating it. And I keep on repeating it. And, and then you just start to see at the way that the client breathes, that he starts to breathe slower mm-hmm. and slower. And then he ease into it and, and, and it relaxes. It doesn't work for everybody. Because some of the high corporate people, it takes three sessions, sessions, sessions for them just to calm down. You know, it's 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 maybe yeah. sometimes years of stress that, that that they sit with. I did wonder about what about trauma? Mm. How does it release trauma, or how can you release trauma? Um, I'm not a okay. Now again, as the sound therapist, <laughs> trauma is is very interesting because it's not a mind thing. Mm. Trauma. When, when you have experienced trauma, it goes and sits in your body. And that's, that's what usually happens when, when somebody who has experienced, um, terrible trauma and as, when, when these sounds starts to flow through the body, they almost go bouncing against that trauma that sits in the body mm-hmm. and then it starts to release and release. So that's what usually happens is that people say that they, st- st- at, at one stage, they can't feel it, they can't breathe, and then they start to breathe. And as they breathe and let go, there's the emotion, 
and usually a memory. Mm-hmm. And then they say, but when I was seven, I fell out, fell out of the tree and I broke my arm. And um, and that and then I was left alone in the hospital and, and it was very scary. And then we link back to that mm. incident, a childhood wow. incident. And it's physical trauma and, and they feel it. They will say that the arm starts to, to pain and and. and and get sore and, mm. and then as the sound moves through it releases and then afterwards we talk about it. Yes, I think this would really work well with trauma as well. Yeah. And it does. So if it if it releases memories that you have in this lifetime, can it release memories that you have in a, another lifetime? Mm. Does the body remember or do you remember that? Definitely. I have had a few clients that um that during the session they will um, just regress to a past life mm-hmm. and and wake up with with a memory from a past life and and actually see and and feel and experience that past life i the way that I treat past life is just it it must be significant within this life because otherwise it's just going back and back and back and all that we actually have and need to work with is the here and now, mm-hmm. but sometimes we sit with memory or a pattern that we actually keep on repeating in every lifetime and in this life as well. And we don't know why. Mm. And as soon as we know about the past life and the pattern that we use over different lifetimes, we can break that pattern Mm. because usually it comes through families of just keep on doing the same thing over and over again. And then when you, when you regress to a past life, it's usually significant in this life and where you at in at that moment. Mm. And I, for me, I think that's the only time when you really access past lives if it can contribute and help you in the here and now. Have you done this therapy before? The, the regression no, and past life? The, the no. <laughs> the singing have you, bowl have therapy. Have you had the singing bowl treatment? I have, I have um, very good um, memories of, of, of a past lives, but not doing the therapy, but being in temples and, and and amongst these bowls and sounds, that okay. that's very strong memories, yes. And especially I have a very strong connection with India. Um, since I was, I, I grew up in a small, very conservative Burakhamianskap. It was mm-hmm. a farmer's community and very Afrikaans. And I, since I can remember, I had a great fondness and with with Indian people and I had wonderful Indian friends in, in our town and, and that's something that you can't explain to someone. Why why do I have this thing for Indian people and I'm a white Afrikaans man? Mm-hmm. Um and um and yes, later on in my life I regressed to past lives where I where I was actually in India and um yeah. Is it? When did you uh, see a Tibetan singing bowl for the first time? Can you remember? Or when did you be- become aware of this treatment? Um, I was visiting a friend and she said to me, just out of the blue, um, I met this lady and she has um, Tibetan singing bowls and I just need to take you there. Mm-hmm. And when I walked into the room, it, something happened to me. It was like, <gasps> I want to do this. It was like, just I just knew that this was my... And it was you found about, your vocation. Yeah, it was like 10 years ago. And since then, that's what I do. And, and when people meet me, and I've done a lot of um, alternative courses and whatever, and people always tell me, 
There's such a strong link with me and sound, Francois and sound. Always, everybody that meets me say that that's who I am. I am sound. I am music. And, and that's a great part of who I am, yes. That's amazing. Mm. You, we were talking about this. Liesl said earlier that it changed her life. So do you get that comment uh, regularly where people go like, that changed my life? I don't always take all of the credit because what happens a lot, I, I know one of my people come to me when they're ready to change. And I'm a, just like a facilitator of, facilitator of change because people will go through different therapies and they will end up with me and have a sound session and then it's as if it is that last click mm. and then just something magic happens. What about mothers with babies? Oh, it's still in in oh, in, yeah. in the uterus. I mean, in the in uterus, womb. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the babies love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've had a friend, and and since she found out she was pregnant, she came frequently uh-huh. for a session. And uh, the the boy is already nine years old now. He's my godchild, and he ha- we have such a strong connection. Uh-huh. And and when he was born, I gave him a, a singing bowl as well. Um, yeah, they love it. They really love it. That's a nice idea, giving someone a singing bowl. So you could just like do one note yeah. uh, on one bowl. So you could give me a gift and just one bowl and then uh, mm. with your little rod and you just <laughs> do like ding and I'm like happy and ding. And whenever I'm stressed, ding. <laughs> Reminder of be happy or be calm. Can that work? Yes, I think. And, and, and if, if we look at the, the, some of the Tibetan monks and, and the temples, they they play the bowls and the, and the bells frequently and yeah. that's their connection to God. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's a nice gift to have in your house just to remind you of mm-hmm. the magic of sound. So Shemaine was hinting at uh, uh, getting a bowl. Oh no no <laughs> no! <laughs> um, when when you buy a bowl, is it better to get an old one that's been used before by? Generations, or is a new one fine? Um, a new one is fine. I think um, the ones that, that are so. I think they are at this stage commercially made a lot because there's such a big demand now for it, and they sell it. You can find some of them at Rosebank Flea Market. Oh. But doesn't that have an effect on on the intention, and the intention has an effect on the on the actual sound vibration? Mm. I think um, it's it's the the therapist's the therapist and his or, or her intention that that mm. plays a big role. So it's it's they don't have a specific magical power. It's it's just metal, yeah. and and they make a beautiful sound, and and that's what I believe. You know. Yeah, Wayne Dyer said um, something like, "If you change the way you look at things." It, that thing changes So it's kind of like for me that, that makes sense What you're saying is like you know So even if you had the crappiest intention with that thing But if I take it and I redo What you know um, Or I, I, I repurpose it Then yeah Then it then it could um, mm. be I think I think it's, it's, it's the whole intention And I just love my balls And the way that I use them And, and treat them and, and just be with them It's it, I try to 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 create a safe and sacred space for me, it's a very sacred because I don't take any, any. I just, I'm the healer and I heal people. I just create a safe space for people to heal themselves, mm-hmm. um, and that's important for me because if you feel safe and you've got the guidance and you've got the help of sound, 
and and my intuition and my guidance I open up the doors for you to heal yourself. And I think the healers out there must remember that we are not healers. We're just facilitators of, of, of healing. And we must just create a space where people can heal themselves. Do you ever get in a trance with the sound when you're working on someone? Um, do you also go with that whole vibe of, I'm with you, I'm so there, yes, take yes, me now. Yes, it, it usually, when I start to play the big gongs, that's usually in the middle of my session. It's, mm. it's magic. My one big gong is just magic. And when I start to play that big gong, I just go into a trance. And usually I see what the client sees and feels. And, um, and I'm, I'm almost taken into their world. And, and then afterwards I can, I can just feel and, and have it. And, and remember that, that, People always feel scared and, and vulnerable mm. in a situation like that. You will only show what you're ready to show other people. So you will never be exposed in a way that you will feel uncomfortable mm. or not able to deal with that at that moment. So I, the unconscious and, and the being is, is very wise and it will guide you to see and experience only what you're ready to see and experience. Do you feel voyeuristic at that moment? Seeing what they're seeing. Yes. Does it make you feel comfortable or uncomfortable? Very comfortable. Because it's, 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 I do it out, out of a place of, of immense love and caring and, and just to do good. So it, it's, for me, it's a sacred space. It's, it's really special. Yes. Hmm. How do you care for your bowls? Um, they travel a lot, <laughs> so I try to. No, I, there's no specific way. I don't like to clean them with 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 solvents or anything. I just like to leave them like this. But at one place where I where I rented a room, the the cleaning lady felt very. In, she she want, really wanted to do something, so she took brass out. And when I walked into the room again, my bowls were like shining mirrors. <laughs> no, I don't like to clean them. I like the rugged way they look and feel. And, so when someone has touched your balls, I have now touched one. Um, do you, are you afraid of energy transfer no, or nothing like no, that? No. And then that lady who cleaned it like that, <laughs> you, you weren't afraid that <laughs> too much cleaning energy went into there? No, uh, I think just the, uh, um, she just wanted to do good. So I just took it for that. I didn't like the look of my bowls. But I left them <laughs> in the rain for a while so that they can just get old again. No, no, I don't, I, I, that, you know, I don't believe in the transference of that. It will just transform energy again yeah. anyway. How, sorry, Shemaine. How often should you uh, come, should a, a, a person, a patient come for a session? Okay. Um, I would love them to come frequently, but what usually happens is the people that end up with me, they come for one session and then... Phew, they're gone. <laughs> you know. You're too good at what you're um, doing. But I have a, some, I have a few um, frequent clients. And I think in the beginning, especially if we deal with something like anxiety or stress, once a week for the first three weeks. And uh -huh. afterwards, then, then I just go every second week and then once a month and then every three months or so on. So it, it, it's, it's just it's like an aid to, to help you because that's why I like to do counseling with it because it doesn't. it's like putting up a plaster on yourself. Mm. I'm feeling stressed, so for that hour I relax. But what causes the stress? What in your life can change? I, I like to talk to the client and, and help him to 
or her to help themselves. So you can use both disciplines. I can use both disciplines. Your, yes. The psychology and the the sound. Yes. That's a strength, isn't it? I think it is, and it, and it gives me it gives me confidence that I that I knew if if know that if I if I come across something that is severe like like child abuse or something that I know how to deal with it and what to do with it and I know mm. the right routes to take when when something like like that crosses my path. Mm. Can you use these bowls to treat depression? Um, I think it it will alleviate some of the symptoms, but. Um, we as educational psychologists in our scope of practice we're not allowed to work with depression so we we don't we we usually refer, refer but um sometimes people come to me for a different reason for career guidance or something and they're already uh, also depressed and on treatment with a psychologist or or a, a psychiatrist and then i do it in addition but then I then I just tell them, please don't leave your medicines or anything. Just stay on what you and do what you do. This will only help you and will will help you to relax. And I will teach your skills to take what we are doing here to take it to take it home and do it there, so mm. that you can just start to relax. Do you know that my dog enjoyed this? <laughs> The sounds of this of this Tibetan uh, um, singing bowl music or whatever you call it. He was growling, you know, and it's a big mm. dog, so he goes, and I'm going, oh, I can hear you enjoying this. And then he went flat out and and just laid there, you know. So, do you use them on animals? That's basically a very roundabout <laughs> <laughs> roundabout way of asking whether you are asked. To use this on animals? No. Um, no have I you haven't. seen animal reaction to yes, it? Yes, I have a cat that absolutely loves this, and <laughs> I have to close the door because <laughs> a lot of the people are allergic to cats. So she wants to climb on the bed on the client. Um, so I have to close the practice door so that she can't come in. Yes, mm, that's where when I had my session years ago, the cat came to lie on. I, I think it was on my feet or on my legs, mm. and. It was just amazing, and I, I I almost had this idea that the the cat's purring is contributing to the sound waves. Mm. So uh, I think your clients who are not allergic to cats might really benefit <laughs> if if your cat wants to come you in. Well, there are studies that that have shown that that the the, the purring of the cat has has also a vibration and a <laughs> frequency that that's healthy and that helps you to heal. So yeah, definitely. My cat never purrs, so he's, he's absolutely useless in that way. Oh, did he hear you say that you are useless? So, I think we are just about nearing the time to. Well, 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 Be- before, we, before we say goodbye, Francia, can you give us one more round of sound? I think what I should do is just to. I've, I've got a crystal bowl here as well, and that has a total different sound. I would love to share that. Oh, with that would you. be lovely. Yes. Yeah, that would be lovely. So, what do you think, Lisa? Um, Franco is getting his things together, um, and I'm super excited. And I do apologize for not getting him here earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's okay, my darling. Everything happens exactly as it should. Uh-huh. So, before you play this crystal bowl, um, what kind of crystal is it? Um, I think they use um, this is machine made, so it's at a specific tone. It's, it's this is an A on on the piano, 
And it's made in, in the USA, so it's very expensive now with the Rand dollar. Um, but it, it's, it's in the same way if, if you play a crystal wine glass, mm-hmm. it's, it's the same effect that it has. And you've, you get crystal bowls like, uh, which are very huge. Mm-hmm. I, and I really want one of those. Okay. So let us hear. Let us hear. And then afterwards, we're going to have a party with crystal glasses <laughs> and you're going to teach us how to do that. <laughs> okay. Here's the crystal bowl. That is just beautiful. That is just so beautiful. So on that note, maybe we should um, give his details. Francois, where can people get hold of you? Um, I'm on Facebook. At, uh, Francois, Sound Therapy by Francois Smith, yes. Not a TH, just Smith. S-M-I-T. And um, um, my email address is Francois Smith. One word four zero at gmail dot com. Okay, so Francois Smith forty, yeah forty at gmail dot com, and that's our show for today, folks. And I really had a good time. I'm I'm sold. <laughs> well, Francois, thank you for joining us from me, Liesl Tom. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Palisa. You did great, and I'm Shermaine Harris. Be good. <laughs> thank you. This is CliffCentral.com.